All right, y'all. Greetings and salutations. Hoping all is well. And uh, another episode of Fangs up here, y'all. And today, sorry about that. It's a little, you know, it's that uh, uh, first couple of days of school voice there. Uh, but we're going to talk about family athletics and the upcoming Alabama State game and why FAMU needs to expand Bragg Stadium. Also, want to kind of talk about some of the upcoming events that are surrounding the university. So the first one is going to be related to bowling. FAMU bowling's team, they're pretty okay. Um, it's a consistent product. We got some good players, but we haven't quite won the conference in a while. And within the SWAC, by the end of the season, we improved. But the beginning was kind of rough. I want to see how it grows, but we were able to get a student, Eva Holmes, placed on scholarship. It's a good thing. Need to continue to add talent to that program. Hopefully we get better as the year progresses because I want to win. <laughs> I hate to kind of come out like hot like that, but but I'm honest. I want to win. I want to be the best. And I want family athletics to be the best. Mentioning the best, the SWAC champions. Yes, I said it like that because I'm petty. <laughs> but <laughs> they started back practice, and you got to see the videos on social media where the volleyball coach is talking about the new players, how they're gelling, and everything like that, and how some of the students that are transferred in are impacting the program, and also the need for continued investment in the program. We, as an alumni base, need to continue to support that program if we want it to win. If we don't want what happened to the golf team to happen to the volleyball team, we need to support them. So the, the guy kind of gave a nice little, I don't intend to leave FAMU. I don't want to leave FAMU. But if I don't have any support, there are going to be problems. And he didn't say it like that. I just took it like that. So we, we we definitely need to support him because it's it doesn't look good when we don't have athletic director that we continue to lose coaches, especially when we got a good schedule. And it has some potential for rivalry. Y'all saw a little head nod there because it was a little bit of thinking. But we play NC State. If you're not familiar, one of our students that transferred in transferred from NC State. We also play Kansas State as well as the crosstown, I don't even say rivals, opponents, Florida State. Florida State has a very good volleyball program. We also play A&T, and obviously we play BCU. Like BCU has to be on there because those are our rivals, our real rivals. <laughs> also, though, the football program offered another student, Jaquise Graves, six-foot athlete, Indian River High School, Chesapeake, Virginia, 2025 prospect. So all of a sudden, look, the VA is looking mighty orange and green. I'm, I'm just saying, if you're not familiar, AMU's been in the DMV area. That is the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area very heavily lately. And we've been able to sign some kids, uh, students, sorry, but transfer students. Uh, one of them came from Virginia State, and we've been able to get some pretty good talent. So 
it's a good opportunity for the program and a great opportunity for it to grow. And that that's something that we want to continue to see because then you can develop that alumni base, you can develop that pipeline. And as I've stated, the DMV is very rich in talent. A lot of players, great quarterbacks. I talked about EJ Manuel, but Michael Vick, Marcus Vick, like on the field, those guys are good. Now you judge them off the field for whatever you want, but on the field, you can't argue with his talent. The guy changed the game. Heck, Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson obviously is known for basketball, but some say he may have been one of the best quarterbacks to come out of the area ever, which is high consideration when you consider Aaron Brooks, like some really good quarterbacks. And I just named the black dudes. I didn't just, hey, all these quarterbacks. I named just the notable guys that played in the NFL and that had some pretty decent careers. I mean, EJ went to Florida State, yeah. But he also went to the Bills, serviceable. Oakland did really well. Aaron Brooks, I mean, if you're kind of like me, you're from that kind of Tallahassee area. We got the Saints, we got the Falcons. We got to see the many years where he was down there doing his thing with the Saints. Michael Vick, obviously, Atlanta, like the Dirty Birds, part two. Like, yeah. Those Falcons were fun to watch. So a lot of really good talent that comes out of that area, and FAMU continues to go there. Now, there are some major events that are coming up, and one is Fan Day. But if you're not familiar, Fan Day, Fan Day, I want to say Fam Day, (laughs) but FAMU's Fan Day is on August the 20th. And that's the same day as the grape harvest. And if you're not familiar, one of the big things around FAMU and within FAMU's culture is the development of muscadine grapes. Now, if you like me, we call them scuff knives, but some people just call them bullets. <laughs> and they're these, these grapes and they have kind of a thick skin. But they can be really sweet. I, now, I've been told this year's crop might not be that sweet because it's been raining. So don't don't go up there and be like, man, bro, you told us to come get some grapes. And they, they wasn't all that. Uh, last year, I got some grapes and they were fire. But this year, I've been told, don't expect the same. But as you can see here, this is from FAMU's event page here. FAMU, um, the Grape Harvest Festival, August 20th, 8 to 4 p.m. And that is the FAMU's Center for Viticulture and Small Fruit Research on Mayhem Drive. If you're not sure where that is, that is not too far from like the Kraft Nissan, the Bass Pro Shop, all that stuff in that area. It's up there. And You can see where it's family, fun, food, fitness. And they're just telling you some of the different events and activities that they're having. And it's free. It's it's a good opportunity to go out there, get involved in the community, and just kind of see some of what the research that FAMU does and what it goes to. These are what 
I couldn't, I wanted to call them scuff nines, but they're muscadines. But these are what the grapes look like. You just pull them off the bushes. Like, but it's a really, it's a really fun event. A lot of my relatives go every year. I can't remember the last time I went. We, we go to a farm and pick scuff nines. Not gonna lie, get them by the bucket full. <laughs> but this is one of the ways that you know it's it's the season. It's the time to harvest those grapes and pick them up. Or you don't want to pick them off the ground. You want to pull them off the the bush. And don't be stealing, y'all. Don't be eating them as you pick them if you got to pay for them. Y'all got to forgive me. I'm going to. There we go. Chick-fil-A don't support this. I just drank their sodas. <laughs> but those are two of the events. That's the first one, actually. And it's going to go until 4 o'clock. Fan day is August 20th from 2 to 4. I remember going as a kid once or twice. You go there, you get posters, you get some really nice swag. Me and Rattlers always got swag. But you get tangible stuff that you can take home, posters and things of that nature, take pictures with the players, all those kind of things. And uh, it's normally a pretty fun time. I don't know if they're going to have a bounce house or anything like that. I haven't seen any of that publicized. But the fan day is from 2 to 4, the same day as the Great Harvest. So if you'd like to kind of start the day at the Grape Harvest, hydrate. And I don't mean hydrate by drinking the wine because they do produce wine at the Grape Harvest. And they help a lot of farmers across the state. Obviously, Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University is the agricultural side. <laughs> but those are just, it's a day full of events. And it's a good opportunity. I just go check it out. One of those things that's probably going to be on that visit Tallahassee list. Visit Tallahassee.com, I want to say. But uh, on fan day, you got a lot going on there. Now, we're approaching the end of our team preview as far as the different teams that we're going to talk about. And this one's going to be Alabama State. And the question is, what are they? And to give you the honest truth, I don't have a good answer. And it's not because I don't care, but it's because they replaced their coach. And the coach that they brought in doesn't really have extensive coaching experience. He's an Alabama State alumni. He played in the NFL, played in the Super Bowl, has done a lot of great things in the community, continues to do good things in the computer in the community, as well as I believe he also has a real estate business. But first time really being the head coach, that being stated, I don't know what he's going to be because I don't have any data. All I can tell you is based on last year, which at this point is irrelevant because the quarterback from last year, not there. They actually brought in quite a few transfers, really tried to address the issues of person personnel through the transfer portal. They honed what they had to a certain extent, but one of their big acquisitions came from Auburn. Quarterback Demetrius Davis pretty much made it such that the incumbent wasn't coming back. So that's going to be one of those things to look for and to look at. Like once the season is going on, how is this quarterback situation 
going to work because by this point of the season, it's solidified. It is what it is. And this may be one of those games that's a little tougher than you think, uh, just because their stadium's nice. Their fans are pretty good. Like Alabama State fans, they routinely show up to support their team. This ain't this ain't AM. And Montgomery, it's not a bad ride. So it's a good chance you're gonna get some fam you folks there. And if you're gonna go up there, go to Dreamland. Like I got a cousin that that he's got a theory. And from from what I've seen though, so thus far, he's not wrong. Closer you go to the home base of Dreamland, the bar, the better the barbecue gets. The one in Birmingham, and it was solid. The one in Montgomery, it was better than the one in Tallahassee. And I like Dreamland, and it's partially because I'm nostalgic, because I darn sure think I make better barbecue myself. But don't judge me; God's still working on me. But if you're gonna go up there. Alabama State is, uh, man, they've really done some great work on their campus. I remember when I was in high school, we took a college trip up there, and I was like, hey, where's your football field? And the guy's like, that's it. My dad and I kind of laughed. That was before they had a football stadium. That was when they were playing the Crampton Bowl, and they had, like, an on-campus place that it, it wasn't it. Now, that stadium is fly. Really nice baseball facilities. Alabama State has made a concerted effort to improve its athletic facilities. I, I I can't lie about that. But in this game, last year was 28 to nothing. I'm gonna say FAMU's gonna win irresponsibly, largely, because I got no data. <laughs> Like, y'all know I like to provide data. I like to provide stats, numbers, and nothing. Guys never coached football before as far as, like, college level. Last time we played somebody like that, we lost by one point. But he still had a season under his belt. Give me a 30 or 5 to 17. Bam, you way. I got I think FAMU wins, partially because Simmons is experienced. This is Simmons, what, I think he said fifth year FAMU, and that doesn't include the years that he spent coaching at uh, Prairie View and other places. So mm, I think FAMU wins the game, but I don't have data to really back it up. This could be another one of those games that we're going to revisit. We're going to talk about that one during the season. There we go. Sorry, you got to forgive me on that one. Again, it's that first couple of days of school. This is doing all this. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think Family wins the game largely because I think the experience that Coach Simmons has as a football coach is going to be a deciding factor. I don't know. I'm not comfortable enough to say FAMU has a schematic advantage, but I think the years of coaching and being 
able to coach on the college level, manage recruiting, having to deal with everything of that nature is going to be important. And that's going to be a deciding factor. That's going to decide why FAMU wins. I, I, that's really what it boils down to for me. That FAMU has an experienced head football coach who's been there for a few years, who's made mistakes, cut his teeth, and has done things. That's what gets me over. That That's how Willie Simmons gets me on this one. And I think the game gets away from them. Just they're going to be at home and we fire it up. But you can have all the fire in the world, but family's got a talented football team. So that that's where I think the difference draws right there. I, that's where I draw the line, I should say. Family's football team is really talented, but you're also dealing with a coach who's really experienced. And I'm just looking over here to the left to check this schedule. Ooh. Yeah. Because they play Cookman, FAMU, and they finished the season with a Turkey Day Classic. But it's UAPB and not Tuskegee. Now, this is Tuskegee. I think I would have a lot more kind of confidence in it. But still, that the time between the family game and Turkey Day Classic is like two weeks. So I don't think it'll have any weight. But I'm going to say FAMU wins this game. But it's going to be closer than the experts think. Like, I'm going to give you 35-17, but that's reckless speculation that has no data. Let me say that again so hopefully my voice doesn't crack. But that's reckless speculation. That has no data. There you go. Now, you're inside the den here. And I think FAMU needs to expand Bragg Stadium. Don't go crazy. I ain't talking about a 45,000-seat stadium. Because it's going to be empty a lot of games. At least half empty. Like, the new new capacity of 22,000. At first, it kind of makes me cringe because I'm used to Bragg being 25. And at 3,000 seats, it just don't sit right with me. Like something about that. It's just, it's that little Luther, big Luther difference. Y'all know when Cedric was like, his Jerry curl just didn't curl right. Yeah, that Jerry curl just don't curl right for me. I want my 25,000. And I wanted it to be 30 anyway, but I did enjoy ONG Strike Zone yesterday because they talked to one of the contractors and the idea of expanding the stadium. And for me, I would like an expanded press box, expanded press area. And when I say press, I don't I don't mean like media people as much as I mean for high rolling donors. I think it was like 16 stacks last time I asked about how much it is for one of the boxes this season. That's kind of steep, but, but I get it. I understand. But imagine if you had like 10 or 15 of those, I'm just saying 10 of those 
16,000. I'm going to dumb it down because I wasn't a math major, but that's over $100,000. Just saying. You can get me like 20, 30 of those. That's over 300,000, over 200, 300. All of a sudden, your athletic program gets a significant shot in the arm. And especially from a game like homecoming, where it's going to be a sellout. And the benefit of homecoming is nobody's staying for the whole game. Everybody leaves early. They got parties to go to. So you getting 30000 in the brag or even doing temporary seating to fill up the bowl, to fill up the, look, y'all, uh, to fill up the stadium and the north end zone, again, it's temporary seating but it's additional revenue. And I think that's something where if you were able to get Bragg into a area where it was about 30,000 seats plus making sure, and that includes having suites, you have that in 10 or 20, 10 to 30 suites. I don't know how many suites in the current press box, but give me an extra 10 or 20. How about that? Just to make it fair. And you could even put some on the student side behind the band so that way those people that are really into the band can sit back behind them have that press box view i think that gives a little something a little as a little je ne sais quoi to the football program i'm just saying that's the next level of thinking that i think we need to have like make the stadium so that it's at least a horseshoe about thirty thousand seats and big enough so that you can still expand it in the future, but still have it currently set up so that when homecoming happens, it makes a huge, it provides itself to be a huge revenue boost. To me, as a fan, I think that benefits future generations. It shows forethought and it shows intention. Like, to me, the intention to say, I'm going to have press box seating that's going to provide two to 300,000 a season is not just needed, but could be revolutionary for your program because you're competing in schools. And y'all got to forgive me again. My voice is a little, it's a little, it's a little tight today, but I want to make sure I push through. You're competing in schools like Jackson State. Let me say that again. <clears throat> You're competing against schools like Jackson State. And they have a stadium that seats 60,000. They have, they're the only game in town. So they have a level of autonomy that you don't have. And with that, that provides them benefits that gives them the ability to, in that city, throw their weight around like you can't. And you have to be able to give yourself a space and an edifice that is that is revenue producing. In a larger stadium that can be filled out is going to do that. So that to me, is one of the things that 
a larger brag is going to do. And I'm sorry. Voice is trying to run away from me. So we're going to end the show there, y'all. I, I feel my voice kind of doing this water thing. And that is annoying. But um, thank y'all for listening. As always, we're going to do a audio of it. I'm going to see if I can do a little something with this voice. It is terrible today. But um, we make sure we push through. As always, y'all, thank y'all for listening. And it is Thanks Up.